Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 91 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 1 Kings chapter 12 today and our focus is on how to lead well. Leadership lessons from the lives of the kings of Israel. Well, by the time you're listening to this podcast, we should be one quarter of the way through the year, and we seem to be going full steam ahead. It just feels like Christmas was last month, but it's April, and that means a new Bible memory verse for April. I know you can't wait to hear it, but you'll just have to wait to the end for that. I do want to welcome new listeners from Tasmania, Australia, Lower Saxony, Germany, Tamil Nadu, India, Wales, United Kingdom, Springfield, Illinois, and Denver, Colorado. Thank you for listening, everybody. Please check out our website, Bible2021.com, and consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Today, we are going to learn some great lessons on leadership from a negative model. Learning by observation is a pretty important skill for all of us to pick up. We can learn how to do things well from good leaders and good examples, and we can learn how to do things poorly from bad leaders and bad examples. And today, we have a classic example of a bad leader making a terrible blunder. In terms of secular advice, I would say probably the third most important bit of advice for a king to consider after never get involved in a land war in Asia and never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line is to never take the advice of your young and inexperienced friends while utterly rejecting the advice of your experienced and wise counselors. Solomon the wise has died, and unfortunately he didn't finish his race well as a king and as a guy. God had warned the kings of Israel to not take many wives, nor to take wives who worshipped other gods, but Solomon, like, completely ignored those commands and several others, and his last year saw him divided in his allegiance to God. Did he repent and turn to God wholeheartedly before he died? I don't see any indication of that in Scripture, but I hope he did. Upon his death, Solomon's son Rehoboam became king over Israel, and immediately he faced a crisis. Should he rule as a servant leader with kindness and wisdom, or should he rule as an authoritarian despot with an iron fist and power and might? Well, let's read our passage today in 1 Kings 12 and see what path he chose. 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 1. Then Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all of Israel had gone to Shechem to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard about it, he stayed in Egypt, where he had fled from King Solomon's presence. Jeroboam stayed in Egypt, but they summoned him, and Jeroboam and the whole assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam. Your father made our yoke harsh. You, therefore, lighten your father's harsh service and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam replied, Go away for three days and then return to me. So the people left. Then King Rehoboam consulted with the elders who had served his father Solomon when he was alive, asking, How do you advise me to respond to this people? They replied, Today, if you will be a servant to this people and serve them, and if you respond to them by speaking kind words to them, they will be your servants forever. But he rejected the advice of the elders who had advised him and confronted and consulted with the young men who had grown up with him and attended him, and he asked them, What message do you advise that we send back to the people who said to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us? 
The young men who had grown up with him told him, This is what you should say to the people who said to you, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you make it lighter on us. This is what you should tell them. My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Although my father burdened you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with barbed whips. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day as the king had ordered. Returned to me on the third day. Then the king answered the people harshly. He rejected the advice the elders had given him and spoke to them according to the young men's advice. My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with barbed whips. The king did not listen to the people, because this turn of events came from the Lord to carry out his word, which the Lord had spoken through Ahijah the Shalonite to Jeroboam son of Nebat. When all of Israel saw that the king had not listened to him, the people answered him, What portion do we have in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Israel, return to your tents. David, now look after your own house. So Israel went to their tents, but Rehoboam reigned over the Israelites living in the cities of Judah. Then King Rehoboam sent to Adoram, who was in charge of forced labor, but all of Israel stoned him to death. King Rehoboam managed to get into the chariot and flee to Jerusalem. Israel is still in rebellion against the house of David today. When all Israel heard that Jeroboam had gone back, they summoned him to the assembly and made him king over all of Israel. No one followed the house of David except the tribe of Judah alone. When Rehoboam arrived in Jerusalem, he mobilized 180,000 fit young soldiers from the entire house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin to fight against the house of Israel to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, to the whole house of Judah and Benjamin and to the rest of the people, this is what the Lord says. You are not to march up and fight against your brothers, the Israelites. Each of you return home, for this situation is from me. So they listened to the word of the Lord and went back according to the word of the Lord. Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there. From there he went out and built Penuel. Jeroboam said to himself, The kingdom might now return to the house of David if these people regularly go to offer sacrifices in the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. The heart of these people will return to their lord, King Rehoboam of Judah. They will kill me and go back to the king of Judah. So the king sought advice, and then he made two golden calves, and he said to the people, Going to Jerusalem is too difficult for you, Israel. Here are your gods who brought you up from the land of Egypt. He set up one in Bethel and put the other in Dan. This led to sin. The people walked in procession before one of the calves all the way to Dan. Jeroboam also made shrines on the high places and made priests from the ranks of the people who were not Levites. Jeroboam made a festival in the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month, like the festival in Judah. He offered sacrifices on the altar. He made this offering in Bethel to sacrifice to the calves he had made. He also stationed the priests in Bethel for the high places he had made. He offered sacrifices on the altar he had set up in Bethel on the fifteenth day of the eighth month. He chose this month on his own. He made a festival for the Israelites, offered sacrifices on the altar, and burned incense. So, in case you missed it, here's the tragic decision that sealed Rehoboam's doom. He consulted with the elders who served his father Solomon when he was alive, verse 6 says, and asking, how do you advise me to respond to this people? And they replied, 
Today, if you will be a servant to this people and serve them, and if you respond to them by speaking kind words to them, they will be your servants forever. But he rejected the advice of the elders and went with what the young men told him. And the young men tell him to be a brute and tax the people up to their eyeballs and rule as an unquestioned sort of dictator which is terrible advice, especially for a brand new leader, and a terrible decision to follow it. I'm sure you don't need to tell me to tell you that any leader who leads by taking as much as possible from his people in as brutish and brutal way as possible is a sorry leader. Flee from any leader like that in Christendom or any other dom that is like this. Let's focus on the advice of the elders, though, because I find that advice, the elders of that serve Solomon give Rehoboam just amazingly good and surprising leadership advice. It's actually some of the best leadership advice you'll find in the entire Bible precisely because it lines up almost exactly with the advice from the greatest leader and teacher who ever lived, Jesus. The elders give Rehoboam two pieces of leadership wisdom that you and I would benefit greatly from. Number one, be a servant and serve the people. That's the Jesus way. That was the elder's way, apparently, at this time. It's a good way. Number two, speak kind words to your people. Listen how similar that is in tone to what Jesus said in Matthew 25 through 27. Jesus called them over and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in high position act as tyrants over them. It must not be like that among you. In other words, what Jesus is saying, you know how leaders in the world are. They rule over people iron-fistedly. They're tyrants, but not with you. On the contrary, says Jesus, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Well, look, I could talk on that subject for another hour, but we've reached the end of our time, might even be over a little bit. So those words of Jesus are a great place for us to end on with one last thing, our Bible memory verse for the month of April. We're going to say it every day in April, Lord willing, James chapter 4, verse 6, but God gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Very fitting verse for the month of April. Very fitting verse for our leadership lessons for today. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.